Back to the present and the human world now. Palestinians in Gaza are no strangers to political infighting. For years, the territory has felt the effects of a long-running feud between Gaza's ruling Hamas faction and the Fatah leadership in the West Bank. The latest effect is an unprecedented fuel crisis. Gaza's only power plant shut down in early February for lack of fuel and has been limping along ever since. Now fuel is being trucked into Gaza from Israel under a deal brokered by Egypt. But as the world's Matthew Bell reports, there's concern this might be a temporary fix. It's morning rush hour, and the line of cars, taxis, and trucks outside of a Gaza City gas station stretches down the street, block after block. Drivers turn off their vehicles, stand outside, and wait. In front of the station, people with big plastic fuel jugs jostle for a position in line. Hamas security men with beards, navy blue jackets, and AK-47s stand guard in case tempers flare. Standing next to a diesel pump, smoking a cigarette, a station attendant says the men with guns are here to keep things organized. This is a real crisis, he says. There just isn't enough fuel in Gaza to meet the demand. We have seen crisis before, but this time it, 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 it takes long time, almost more than uh, three months. A few cars down the line, a taxi driver who gives his name as Abu Mohammed says things are bad. First of all, you know, it is definitely affecting our life, our kids, our family. I spend uh, five, six hours queuing, and at the end when I reach the queue, they say uh, there is no enough fuel. Israel controls the legal flow of fuel into Gaza, but Israel and Hamas don't speak to each other, so the fuel is purchased for Gaza by the West Bank PA. Palestinian Authority, that is. Hamas officials have blamed the PA over the past couple of years for being stingy with fuel and greedy for tax revenue. The Fatah-controlled PA says Hamas wants fuel but doesn't always want to pay for it. Enter cheap Egyptian diesel and gasoline smuggled illegally through tunnels in the south. But now Egypt has its own fuel shortage, so authorities there have been cracking down on fuel smuggling. That's had an impact at Gaza's gas stations and at Gaza's only power plant, which runs on diesel. So the fuel crisis has spread beyond the pump to the electrical grid. For weeks now, power has been out for 18 hours a day across the Gaza Strip. In the infants' intensive care unit at Al-Shifa Hospital, diesel generators fill the gap powering modern machines during the blackouts. If the generators run out of fuel, the 13 babies here would not last very long. As a precaution, the International Committee of the Red Cross this week started transferring emergency fuel supplies to Gaza hospitals. Dr. Hanan Al-Wadiya says life in Gaza for most of its 1.7 million people amounts to going from one crisis to the next. Not our fault, we don't know. But we always, always, always we pray to the God. Just what we do, pray. Khalil Abu Shamala is a human rights activist in Gaza City. He says ultimately Israel is responsible for the humanitarian situation in Gaza because it still controls the borders. But the rulers of Gaza, Abu Shamala says, have failed to live up to their responsibilities as well. I cannot listen or accept any justification from Hamas. Hamas is responsible. You control everything. You collect money and taxes. You should 
say to the people that we are ready to provide you the, the services for these taxes. A spokesman for Hamas told me Gaza's rulers are suffering alongside their people, and he said the majority of the population still supports Hamas. Yesterday, Egypt finally brokered an agreement between the West Bank and Gaza. If the arrangement can be sustained, it could hugely improve people's quality of life in Gaza. If not, the next crisis is right around the corner. For The World, I'm Matthew Bell, Gaza City.